Oh, if you hear that music on this show, you know, it's Mondays with Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management, host of Money Talk, heard Saturday mornings, also on WTMJ. Good morning, Dave Spano. Good morning, Steve and Carol. Hi. How, How, How are you? you? I'm fine, thank you. All right, so we were talking about spending, consumer spending, and I know you, you look at these numbers, you, you analyze, analyze, analyze for all of us who utilize your resources for financial planning, so... The spending thing is interesting, so it's up, but people are buying more but spending less for those products. So a big picture, Dave, what is what do the spending numbers tell us? What is consumption consumers telling us about their mood when it comes to things like oh inflation, recession? Right. So I think you really gotta you gotta break it down in stratas, right? So upper income folks probably don't really care if gas goes up ten cents. They might complain about it. But they're still going to fill their tank up. And as you move down the income levels and you get under the Mendoza line, pick a number, those inflation numbers really hurt people. And they're not going out and buying Taylor Swift tickets. So they can't do that. You've got, you've got inflation really hurting some folks more than others. And you think about higher interest rates, higher mortgage rates, student loan kicking back in. So middle America is feeling it far more than those who could afford uh, a Taylor Swift ticket. Do you do you do you know understand? We had a caller this. I'm sure you do. Um, who mentioned the spending habits of baby boomers and the fact that many of them, their parents have passed, leaving them pretty healthy nest eggs savings that they now reap the benefits of. Although you know you had to someone pass to reap those benefits, but you know what I'm saying they have a yeah. they have a pool of money they didn't have before, and I see it with big ticket items like boats, pontoon boats is one that comes to mind, or other you know a second home. Is that something that you kind of factor into this as well? Yeah, again, it goes back to where someone is in their net worth, in their income. Are they working? Have they accumulated enough? That is all part of the conversation that we have. I mean, Danny and I burst out laughing and we said. We don't need nothing either, right? <laughs> You're right. So, so you know, we there, there's there's certainly that circumstance of you know what do you need? Do you want to get? I mean, a pontoon boat obviously is a leisure item, uh, despite the fact that they cost flipping a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. The, the fact of the matter is, you have to break that down and remember how the net worth and the income stratas are in this country. So those people at fifty percent and lower. They they're they're not buying pontoon boats and they're not they're not doing these things they're not flying first class, and they're not going to staying at the Ritz. That is a different environment altogether. But you look at, for example, retailers. Where is it going? And that is an issue. You talked about the the hardware guy who um, who texted you. That's been going on. Best Buy was you know they were the first one to feel that. Mm-hmm. So people would go and look at Best Buy and they talk to the kid and they go to the television and then they go to Amazon and buy it. It wasn't fair to Best Buy, right? So they had to bring down their prices. So you have to really go through uh, and look at who the retailer is and what the income strata of the demographic is. Hey, um, I want to talk to you about housing sales and jobs a little bit, just because of the fact it seems like there are more jobs opening up. And I've got houses that are popping up for sale all over the place in my neighborhood, and they're getting snatched up in like 24 hours. And it's shocking the amount of money that they're getting for these homes. Yeah, well, supply. And again, it's just the, the rule one of, of economics, right? There is not enough supply of housing right now. And so if a house pops open, people are getting you know 10 offers and above asking price. And so that's really a supply and demand question. Despite the fact that interest rates are higher, which makes those houses more expensive. But what you're not seeing, Carol, are, are people who had a similar house and that with a 3% mortgage that was locked in, selling that house and buying a new one 
with a similar mortgage at 7.5%. They're like, well, why would I do that? So they're staying put, and that's the, one of the reasons why you're not seeing as much supply as you'd like. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Anish Wealth Management, joining us on Monday, as he always does, 1035. Uh, so the Dow is up big today. And I always look at the world events, and we obviously know what's happening in the Middle East with uh, Israel, the Gaza Strip. Um, Oil prices is one of the things that I'm getting a lot of questions on, Dave. So how do you reconcile those two things? Because when the Dow goes up, the markets go up. That usually suggests confidence. How do we reconcile that? So right now, you know, up 334 points, last last, uh, tick here. So what's happening right now is earnings are coming out. You're having about... 10% 10% of the S&P 500 companies, they're going to report this week. Big companies, Bank of America, Netflix, Tesla, and you see the banks, J.P. Morgan and the like. And so those earnings are going to look really good. And the fundamentals of those companies over year over year are better than what they were. Despite the fact of the horror that's happening over there, and the situation certainly looks grim, but traders don't believe that it will be a long-lasting event at least as of right now, because oil prices are staying flat, still at $86 or somewhere in there for WTI crude. So that's staying flat. So that means that maybe there will be a situation. Now, if Iran gets in and, and they you know, they have a chokehold at the Straits of Hormuz and oil prices skyrocket, things can change. If, if the United States, you know, there's now two carriers over there, if they get involved, that could change things. So, you know, this this is a very fluid situation. We'll see how things go uh, but right now, they, they're not connecting because you look at how that would happen, and that would be oil prices going up. But again, this isn't the Middle East of the 1970s, you know, where there's the energy shock in the late 70s. We, have, we're, we are truly energy independent if we want to be. So that has less effect on us. But we're going to watch it to see if oil prices spike up and if this, it be turns into a wider conflict, which obviously nobody wants. Okay, I, I got to talk to you about, because we've talked about the price of eggs that has gone down, and some of these things are costing less. But still, agriculture, to me, is out of control right now, because the, the, I went to the grocery store the other day, and I didn't even have a full cart, and I walked out with $250 worth of stuff. It's shocking. Well, that's because you had eight bottles of wine. <laughs> Come on. Were you following Spano me? Spano with the line of the day. I love that. <laughs> and not incorrect. <laughs> um, no, so you look at, for example, you know, the price of groceries are up. There's no question. And this is a real number. If you look at just, for example, Social Security gains over the last couple of years and, and inflation, it's up 20%. Remember that inflation is the rate of change. People forget that, and they go, oh, inflation has come back down. The Inflation Reduction Act, which is a misnomer, has done these things. They haven't. Maybe if they bring inflation down from 9% to 3%, it's only, that means it's only going up 3%. But the rate of change, that's what that is. It's already up 20%. So unless you think grocery prices are going to go down 20%, then we're, you're still going to be paying more than what you are. But, again, the price of eggs and the price of oil is one thing. When people are starting to use their reserves, which they are, there's a lot of evidence of that, all of the stimulus money is being used up. When that comes and disappears and student loan payments kick back in, I think you're going to see a different situation. Now, I have said, Steve, as you well know, that this was the most anticipated recession of all time that we might not see. You'll remember I said that a year ago. Yeah. So here we are with GDP up 3.5%. And so if you have positive GDP, you don't have a recession. That doesn't mean that the business cycle is dead, right? At some point, we're going to have a slowdown. That's just the way it works. But is it going to happen in Q3 and Q4 of of 2023? Obviously not. 
So, you know, as we look in, into 2024, and, and by the way, these geopolitical risks certainly can derail an economy, and, and there's, there's a million examples of that. So we're going to have to watch what happens over there, and hopefully it's not a long-lasting conflict, long conflict, and it goes away, but you've got a war in Ukraine. You've got a war now in Gaza, and of course China is looking at Taiwan like a pork shop. So you have to look at these things and know that there is geopolitical risk around the world. Great way to end it, then, is, is what you always say. We are con- in control of our future when it comes to finances with advisors like Annex, and whatever you th- think your risk is, that's a conversation that you can have with those clients yep. to figure that stuff out ahead of time. For sure, and you, and you got to go through and understand, and, and you just every person who walks through, Steve and Carol, have different sets facts and circumstances so we go through that you know even if you're the same age and have the same amount of money the way you think about money how much you spend do you are you going to inherit all of these things how much debt do you have they're all different so you have to go through the process understand your financial plan understand your risk profile understand what you can sleep with at night and what you can't uh, for risk parameters and then go through and understand it put it together have a plan so you can get through times like this with, with uh, less, less stress. No, no question about it. Great wisdom as always. Dave Spano, host of Money Talk, heard Saturday mornings on WTMJ, and also always joins us Mondays, 1035. Thank you, Dave. Bye, All right, Dave. guys. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks. Absolutely.